Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Here on this Tuesday morning, 855-839-1210 to climb in. Of course, you can get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us on YouTube. We are trying to get to 6,000 subscribers before the uh, Christmas break. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Uh, and by the way, today, our morning mystery movie clip prize coming up at 920. A pair of tickets to see Andrea Bocelli as he returns to the Wells Fargo Center. By the way, that's only two days from now. This Thursday, December 7th. Tickets on sale. WellsFargoPhilly.com if you don't win them today. Dawn's Big Three in about 14 minutes. And, of course, Cut Sheet Part Do. What's on tap for the Dawn Show and who on Twitter and YouTube today? All right, so um, we have talked about this story a ton. Just when you think it's maybe out of the news cycle and we will never hear from it again, it resurfaces. That is Bud Light in their never-ending quest to save their uh, nosedive tanking light beer product of the Anheuser-Busch family. And now they are resorting to what many are calling a last-ditch Hail Mary effort. And legitimately, it's a Hail Mary because they have hired a very notorious, famous, infamous celebrity quarterback to save the brand. And that is... Peyton Manning. Oh, boy. You know, just when I think I can't get enough Taylor Swift, I sit here and I say, I can't get enough Peyton Manning. It's like, how much more do I need Peyton Manning in my life? He is the male Taylor Swift. He won't go away. And I say that having lived in Tennessee for four and a half years and know that if that man wanted to run for governor in the state of Tennessee, he would knock Bill Lee out in a nanosecond. He's that beloved. He's that beloved. Um, I don't know if he's a Republican or not, but if he is, he would be a shoo-in um, he would be he would he would be like Biden. He would just have to campaign from his basement. He wouldn't even have to show up. He could just tweet that he's officially running for governor. He would win in a landslide. So Bud Light has said, you know what? Let's go out and find somebody that has an incredible likability factor. And Peyton Manning, apparently, amongst sports fans, has a sixty nine percent approval rating. Um, and has been deemed by many to be a marketing machine. You know, he's done all the insurance commercials. Um, he's I, I can't even think off the top of my head what else he's done, but he's done so many different um, you know brands that he's been a spokesperson nationwide. Nationwide is by your side, does that whole bit. Um, so here is the commercial. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you'll see it. Uh, if not, you will uh, hear it here on the the radio or the Odyssey app. Odyssey app yeah. The Odyssey app. Uh, here's Peyton Manning in the new Bud Light commercial. Hail Mary effort for Anheuser Busch. What are you doing? All right. What are you having? Two Bud Lights, please. Actually, um, make it a round for the bar. Round for the bar. Here we go. Here we go. Bucket of beers. Bunch of cans. Couple of guys in a Chiefs jersey, Broncos jersey. Looks like a everyday construction worker, a guy at a rodeo. Wow. Boy. Dude eating wings. This is. You are correct, Nick Hale. Now he throws the Bud Light can like he's a quarterback. Some guy dives in the bar, catches it, lands on the busted peanut shells. Dude's yelling, touchdown. 
Yeah. There's Emmett Smith. Yep. He went Cowboy fan, which I automatically disqualify this commercial oh, now. Oh, Lord. Um, it is so obvious their attempt to try to yep. win back the everyman. A hundred percent. Like, and people see through it. Now, I mean, I guess eventually, someday, some way, you know, some people will go back to the brand. But I almost would say this now. Um, if this doesn't work for you, which I don't think it will, I think you just have to stop doing any advertising. Just kind of like <laughs> stay out of the limelight and people will. I, I actually think they're because we move in, and maybe I'm contradicting myself because this is going on now. Uh, this started in March or April. So we're talking about eight months, eight and a half, nine months now. I think eventually we take our outrage and we get distracted by something else next mm-hmm. up on the docket, so to speak. I almost feel like these ads, mm. as even though you're trying to cater to the dudes out there, you're actually doing yourself a disservice, and it will have the reverse effect on you. I gotta say, taking Bud Light out of it, the ad is very well done. Yes, very well done. It it's a really good commercial. It reminds me of like late '80s, early '90s, if you remember. Uh, uh, Tastes great, less filling. Mm-hmm. That was was that Butter Miller. Miller. Okay. Whatever it was. But like <laughs> they had they had really good commercials for beer. And that that that's a very good commercial. It's just funny though, because th- aside from like they should have just had a bunch of people in that bar with MAGA hats on <laughs> to to say, Look, look guys, look guys, we're we're good beer too. Yeah. We're good beer too. Here I'm gonna throw them. but it, it's just the antithesis of everything that they've been doing up to this point, right? You you mentioned one word. And I've got to ask the question because you just triggered my brain now. Triggered. You said you said MAGA hats. Mm. If you're Bud Light, do you ask Donald Trump to do a commercial for you? No. 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 What you do, and they're missing the mark. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. What you do is targeted local marketing. So, for example, if I were running for, if I, excuse me, if I were working for Bud Light, I would say, Talk Radio Across America, WPHT. Mm-hmm. This uh, segment sponsored by Have Nick Kale, Greg Stocker, Don, you know, who, uh, Don Giordano, have everybody r- reading a thing that says this segment sponsored by Bud Light. Mm-hmm. People can call in and make fun of you to go, dude, you're sponsored by so and so, but it would it would make it so grassroots, yep. and it would make it. And then se- I'd send them all free beer. Right. I'd send Nick Kale a bunch of Bud Light. I'd send. Yep. You know what I mean? I'd send all. The- Not a bad idea. Because it's it's incredibly local, it's grassroots, yep. and that's what they're missing. And then if anybody gives well, myself or Greg any guff for sponsoring Bud Light, we say this. I'm a capitalist and a <laughs> corporate whore. <laughs> there you go. Well, let, let, me guys, let me ask you guys this. It's, it's really funny, Don, that you just mentioned that because we have something coming up, hopefully, in 2024. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. That's going to involve, hopefully, hopefully will involve beer. If we get Bud Light as a sponsor, I look. It's not. It's probably not going to happen. But if we did, do you think the audience will look at us like we were sellouts? Some of, I mean, the select few that share their opinions on Twitter or on the YouTube chat. Or, I think the overwhelming majority or, probably wouldn't give a rip or wouldn't or, even notice. Or to Dawn's point, which was a very astute point, do is it smart of Bud Light? to want to glom on to the success of this radio station. Yeah. yeah. And I'd call it Bud Light Redemption yeah. flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Redemption tour. <laughs> right. I love it. Right? I agree. We like, believe in redemption. Yes. 
my weekly marketing meeting, we don't need it. You'll, We're yeah. having it right here at 9.08 in the yes, morning. We, Taste yeah. of redemption. We started off um. the show talking about the technical issues of Steve. <laughs> Demont- we, we, we'll fix everything on the air. We'll just make a list as we go around. No, but you're right. And, you know, here's the thing, too. I, we've, I'm going to go back to the Deadspin story for a second with the update we gave you about the lawyers getting involved for that kid with the family and saying, hey, uh, Deadspin, we will not sue you for defamation if you retract your story. And you apologize. I want to focus on the apology. If I, I really believe it, because I think Americans, and I, I, I truly believe this, I think most Americans are forgiving people. Mm. If you like, if Bud Light now, like they've done it through ads, but if Bud Light came out and gave a true apology for basically um, destroying their own brand and triggering a big portion of their customer base, I think there's a decent amount of people that would be like, "All right, cool, <laughs> you, yep." We forgive you and would buy beer again from them. Sid, 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 Sid Weiss on the YouTube chat says, we know your sellouts already. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, look, look, I, we, have, we don't have – we're in the very uh, preliminary stages of this. Um, and there is an opportunity for a beer sponsor. And to that point, I, I initially thought, well, we can't do Bud Light because it's just yeah. – our audience will think we're – you know, whores and sellouts. Mm-hmm. But to Dawn's point, if Bud Light was smart, they would want to capture this audience. Yeah. Yep. And if Bud Light was really smart, they would pay me to endorse their beer as the station alcoholic. <laughs> you could be an alcoholic and de- degenerate gambler like Nick Kale. If I can ditch bourbon for Bud Light, you too can forgive <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. No, I love the idea of the redemption tour. Honestly, what they should do is they should go on a like a tour of advertise on all talk mm-hmm. radio stations around the country yep. and just, just make it an outreach program. Yep. That's it. That's actually a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I like it. It's on Sensland idea of the year. <laughs> that blows away Judd, uh, uh, um, Liz Cheney's idea. I mean, that's, uh, that's a, that's a given for sure. Um, let, let me get to this story. Um, we'll go from a really good idea with Bud Light to, Probably the worst idea I've heard, at least the, this week, but it's, it's still only Tuesday, so there's plenty of time left. Um, Ernst slams Biden's border policy as cancellations sweep Massachusetts hotel, displacing military families. So I mentioned this a couple of uh, hours ago. So you've got the Army-Navy game that is coming up for... Uh, I think it's this Saturday, if I if I recall, and they usually play the game in Philadelphia. Every now and then they play it at the Meadowlands, uh, where the Giants and Jets play. Play is a loose word for the Giants and Jets these days. Occasionally they go to Baltimore, uh, and now they are up in Foxborough, which is just outside of Boston, where the Patriots play. And you've had a lot of the parents for the Army and Navy football team, um, because I, I think for the most part. You've got a lot of military members that go, current and past, the families, but it, you know, and it means much more. It's it's not about the football game. It's about these people that are going to be serving our country. I don't know that the everyday football fan is inclined to watch Army Navy because it's not the best of products because they <laughs> they're spending a lot of time preparing, you know, for their for their future. Yep. Um so now we are hearing reports that some of the families that had booked hotel rooms and confirmations and spent money to go to freaking Foxborough, Massachusetts in December, which I got to imagine pretty darn cold, have now been told by the hotels that their rooms are no longer reserved 
uh, and they are basically SOL because <laughs> migrants are going to be uh, taking their rooms. Uh, if there is a bigger PR nightmare for anybody in this country, thinking about the Army-Navy game, thinking about we're coming up on Thursday being December 7th, it's kind of an important date. Yep. Two days later, the football game. We've talked about this invasion at the southern border. We remember going back last spring where the migrants were coming to and being shipped in buses to New York. They were given three, four, and $500 a night hotel rooms, trashing the hotel rooms, partying, sex in the hallways, drugs, alcohol everywhere, and then saying the food is not good enough for them. Now they're taking the parents' hotel rooms of kids, eight, young men, 18 to 22, that are going to be playing a football game one last time before going off to fight for a country. It's unbelievable. Is that not a slap in the face mm-hmm. to these parents? Yeah. I mean, sick. You, you, like, I'm sorry. Like, Not only is re- refunding me not enough. I mean, we talk about a lot of apologies today. I said maybe Bud Light should issue an apology. Deadspin owes that kid an apology. Yeah. These hotel managers should be calling these parents individually and offering up a, an apology. And I'm not talking about a stock copy and paste email that goes to wall or an automated message. I'm talking about legitimate, real human interaction. Hi, Mr. or Mrs. Johnson. I apologize on behalf of Hotel Chain X. Uh, This was above me, but I just want you to know that I feel bad about that. Boom. And make that call to Mm -hmm. all 53 or however many people play for the football team for Army and Navy. I mean, to, to steal a phrase from Dawn, that's a sin. I just, it is. I had to. I just had to give you that story because yeah. I saw that. I was like, "Wow, just wow, unbelievable!" It really is. All right, nine fifteen. We're about five minutes out from the morning mystery movie clip as we get to a Dawn Stenzlin Big Three at nine. It's the Big Three and Nine on Kale and Company. Number one, the chant heard here in Philadelphia that was heard around the nation being condemned. By President Joe Biden and Governor Josh Shapiro. So Philadelphia, we are making national news, not in a good way, as they are denouncing those so-called pro-Palestinian protests in Philadelphia. Those individuals who chanted over the weekend, you can't hide, we charge you with genocide at an Israeli-style falafel shop on Sunday, actually, and calling it you know, Josh Shapiro calling it blatant anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. The shop's Israeli-born and, by the way, Pennsylvania-raised owner uh, has been criticized, though, for supporting some rescue and first responder services that were helping. And, and the Inquirer, I believe, Spotlight PA, was, was wording it as partnering with the IDF. To my understanding, they were working with nonprofits to send rescue services and medical aid to Gaza. That would benefit both sides, mm-hmm. but I'll I'll just point that one out. So and by that's... the way, too, kudos. Uh, I know we re- we tweeted out a video of us talking about what happened in Philadelphia. There was a lot of people that retweeted the video that we tweeted out as a station yesterday. Yeah. So so nice work I, on that. Apparently, too, uh, I, I got a report that there was at least at lunchtime there was a there was a line wrapped around the the uh, all right the door. Very so, good. Yeah. Hopefully, that some of that came from us. Yep. Yeah. 
I think it did. Yeah, absolutely. How could it not? I think of all the things that, you know, I think there was like 10 or 12 people and then another 10 or 12 that liked and retweeted. So it was, uh, it was nice to see people um, resharing and circulating that. Yes. And we are sponsored in our big three, as we are in the big three this morning. We're sp- sponsored by the Piazza Auto Group. Number two, since we're talking about vehicles, this one entitled EV Electric Vehicle Evangelism. So Pennsylvania leading almost every other state as far as tapping into federal money, federal dollars, to add EV charging stations. This was an Axios report and says that few Pennsylvanians are actually driving EVs yet or now, but better infrastructure might change all that. And so they're saying that in Pennsylvania, we lead in getting these federal dollars and we're putting up these electric vehicle charging stations at a faster rate than anybody in the nation. Yeah, just in time to take advantage of uh, the Elon Musk new uh, Tesla Cybertruck. Did, did you see those? They look. It looks like a. Did, you know what I thought it was at first? Yeah. In, in, in a slight fashion, it reminded me of like a futuristic Batmobile. The, yeah, and and it look. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks yeah. like something uh, from a Batman movie, and they're bulletproof, right? Yes. At least the higher end ones are. Yeah, you yes. can drive them through Kensington. Yeah. So maybe you have Philadelphia vehicles. Yeah. Or, you know, they go there. Uh, if you need added protection in a big blue city ran by Democrats where crime's out of control, the uh, the Tesla futuristic truck starting at, um, let me see here, I've got it. The 60, triple motor. Yeah, 60,000, I think, is the yeah. first. Uh, and then it goes up to like 100,000. Up to 100. Yeah. And it's factory rated 845 horsepower. 845 horsepower. Good God. They they showed the one video of it. It was towing a vehicle. Yeah, it was towing a Porsche, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's a really cool. It's a really cool looking car. It is or truck, whatever you call it. But it's, I've uh, got some of the uh, the, the metrics here: eight hundred and forty five yeah. horsepower, three hundred miles of range of battery, a hundred thousand dollars. The dual motor is six hundred and seven horsepower for eighty grand. You know, uh, Opelka makes it very well known. He's a recovering EV driver. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I wonder if Opelka's got the itch to maybe try this one out. Well, I'll have to get him on. Does he have a hundred grand? To oh, I don't know. He plays golf every day at a nice on a car. swanky club. Yeah, he's got a hundred grand. He's halfway home after all the bets with Nick. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> well, Opelka's wife was like a very famous um, uh, 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 writer for um, soap operas. Yeah. So when I grow up, I want to be Mike Opelka. Yeah, he, had, he, has a, he has a pretty good life. He has a pretty good life. Lives at the beach. Yeah. Near the Bidens. Married a sugar mama. Yeah. Hot, hottie sugar mama. Yeah. I married you know. a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I married a radio <laughs> So uh, we also have number three. We have a $5,000 reward being offered after some puppies... A litter of puppies were found abandoned in some New Jersey woods. Oh. One of the puppies was not, the rescuers were not able to save, but the majority of the puppies, thankfully, they did save. So they're, they're now offering this $5,000 reward. These little cute little, they're so cute. And they were left in 10 week old puppies. Yeah. Near the intersection of, where is this? It's South Jersey, right? Gershaw and Epiger Avenues. Are you getting the urge to adopt on? Oh. Buddy boy, a little playmate? Oh, boy. Oh, they're trying to replace you know, me. They they do say that if you get a dog, you know, get a puppy with an older dog, it keeps the dog young. Really? That's, that's what that's what that's what I've been told. I don't know mm. if it's true or not, but yeah. 
Or well, they could just be like, what the hell is this little thing? Right. I'm getting my jealous. Yeah. <laughs> well, these, they're offering a, a $5,000 reward. If you have any information about the puppies in the woods, uh, they, you can contact New Jersey State Police's Bridgeton office. They're those detectives. And, uh, they want to know who, who dumped the puppies. It's very, you know, we have some cold nights. So save the puppies. Yeah. Some serial killer did. Okay. Because if you do that to puppies, you're, That's you're so a serial cute. killer. And you should be put down. Sweet. By the way, uh, going back to something we were talking about in the earlier uh, portion of this hour here um, about salmon being fresh or salt water, Michael Salami uh, wants to challenge what we were saying. He says that uh, salmon salmon is salt water, but they go to fresh water to spawn. (gasps) Oh, I you know I thought. First, at first, you. What, what was the other thing that you made me question? When I was. Uh, <laughs> you've had me confused all morning. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, yeah. He says they they only go to freshwater to spawn. Okay, so they do. All right, so the, the I would imagine then they are largely saltwater. They probably spend ninety percent of their time in the ocean or in a bay. Yeah, because wasn't that the whole thing where some salmon are dying out because the areas that they go to spawn they couldn't they couldn't uh, they couldn't do that in those areas, so they have to like people are now in I think it's like California they go out there and they collect them and right. they have them spawn in like uh, you know yeah. labs yeah. and then they take them out to the ocean. Yeah, it's the only reason to go to California these yeah. days. The truth is, salmon go both ways. Wow. <laughs> so we were kind of both correct. Yes, yeah. you were. Okay. Because there are multiple species. They're, they're saying that it's just one species, but they're saying there are, uh, the Atlantic salmon is just one species, but there are five Pacific salmon species in the, in the Pacific Ocean. Okay. So, th- but I was just we're picturing. Very, we're very quick to yeah. condemn you, Nick Hale. But you it's were right. Wrong. It was very wrong of us. You were right. They are. <laughs> The only thing I'm going to say, mm-hmm. whatever kind of salmon, I was picturing Alaska. If you ever mm-hmm. do the Alaska cruise yeah. yep. or the trip, which I highly recommend. I'm just going to sit back here and revel in it for a minute. <laughs> All I'm going to say is don't eat the farm-raised salmon, especially yeah, yeah. from China. By the way, that's a stock question I have. Anytime I get seafood I, and I order shrimp, I ask them every time, is this stock-raised shrimp or is this actually from the ocean? Yeah. I'm not eating farm-raised shrimp. No, because you know what they feed them. I'm not worried about that. I'm just not going to pay for shrimp that's not real. <laughs> He's more oh, it's real. The, He's more worried about the cost. Yeah. All right, guys, we're waiting. All right, but wait, wait, wait. We got to go, oh. to because I was ending on a oh, lovely sorry. puppy story, and we yeah. know who loves to save animals and supports the SBCA a lot, our friends at Piazza Auto Group. So, Piazza, we want you to visit Piazza Volkswagen of Ardmore, Langhorn, test drive the 2023 Volkswagen, the Atlas, or the Atlas Cross Sports, really cool vehicles, Tiguan, much more. Shop online, piazzavw.com today. Thank you, Piazza Auto Group, for sponsoring our big three. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. 923, morning mystery, movie clip time. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. More likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul mouth? See what your mouth. Hey man, don't square off on me with some. You want to start some static? Hey, don't push me. You man. Tagger. Yes, sir. Come here. Sir, I apologize for striking you. I have no excuse. Forget about it, Detective Foley. I'm Lieutenant Bogomil of the Beverly Hills Police Department. Do you wish to file charges against Sergeant Taggart? 
This is some kind of joke, right? Look, where I'm from, cops don't file charges against other cops. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, this great prize today is a pair of tickets to see Andrea Bocelli as he returns to the Wells Fargo Center once again this Thursday, December 7th. Tickets go on sale, Wells Fargo Center, philly.com. Uh, if you can't win them now, you can buy them. But if you're caller 12, 855-839-1210, and you can identify this clip that came out 39 years ago today, December 5th, 1984. We'll see if we get our winner when we come back, and then we'll get to what's on the cut sheet part do as we continue live on a Tuesday morning. It is Kale and Company, but first... All right, everybody, listen up. It is holiday season. That means it's Wawa time. That means it's Wawa gift card time and gift card season. First up is shopping from home or maybe the office. Just don't tell your boss. It's cold out. So when you want to go to Wawa, but you don't want to get out there, just do the virtual gift card. It is an easy way to send it near or far. Just visit Wawa.com. You can pick one of their festive card designs, enter your card amount, and write a message. You can choose to have your Wawa gift card show up in their inbox instantly or you can schedule it to arrive at their home just like magic buy a digital gift card today and give the gift of wawa to somebody you love but you know let's say you want to get out and about maybe you want to get out of the house for a couple of hours you enjoy the hustle and the bustle of the big city and you're going to stop by your local wawa well you can grab the gift cards there for everybody on your list you'll find gift cards for the wawa fan in your life and for the fans of other brands like amazon or roblox for all the kiddies out there that love to play roblox on their phone grab one for your boss or your favorite aunt or uncle and make anyone season bright in just one wawa run happy holidays from wawa see store for details this is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company rolling on Tuesday morning. The Dawn Show coming up at 10 o'clock. We will find out what she has on tap. Who won Twitter and YouTube today, as well as what's on the cut sheet part due. And one more story in the world of. Big Pharma, I gave you that other story earlier this morning uh, with Americans who got rich during COVID. Now we'll actually get to some of uh, the uh, long-awaited answers uh, for why is it that cold medicines don't work? And we weren't told about that, and we never got the admission, and why it took 50 years to reach this point. We'll get to that uh, in just a moment. But Tina is in Newark, Delaware, and she is our morning mystery movie clip winner this morning. Tina, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing excellent, Tina. What was the movie clip that we played for you a couple of minutes ago that came out 39 years ago today? Oh, it was one of my favorite comedies, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, yeah. All-time, all-time classic. All-time. Nice work, (laughs) Tina. You got the Andrea Bocelli tickets. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much as well. We appreciate you listening and playing. There she is. You know they're making, or they made another one, right? That's a, that's a that's going to be available only on like Amazon Prime or something. Are you serious? Yeah. Oof. <sighs> Beverly Hills Cop, one of the greatest movies in oh, my absolutely. opinion of all time. Two good, great, yeah, good. Three atrocious. Yeah. Four is going to be an abortion. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, what? Now, this actually, you know, we could, we could almost skip this FDA story because you bring up an interesting question. What what is the shelf life for you to go in between versions or 
um, installments or uh, you know episode. You know, I guess we call them like trilogies and sequels and things like that. What's the longest gap you can have before maybe it's too late to kind of do another version of it? Because like this has happened with like the Rocky franchise where they've then spun off into Creed. Uh, I'll give you another cop movie, not nearly as good as Beverly Hills Cop, but certainly a good one. Bad Boys with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Like that came out. The first one came out in '95, if I recall. Bad Boys Two was in '03, so there was like an eight-year gap. And then during the pandemic, Bad Boys Forever came out. I think it was either 2020 or 2021, and it was 17 or 18 years. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's too late, man. These guys are 50 years old now. Yeah, I, I don't know what the. So, so this is called Beverly Hills Cop. Axel Foley. Okay. And it's coming out. It's expected to come out in 2024. It has the entire original cast. Judge Reinholtz in it. Yep. Um, uh, what's his name? John John Ashton is in it. He died, didn't he? I thought he died. Uh, Bronson Pinchot <laughs> is in it. Uh, Serge. Okay. Kevin Bacon's in it. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. It looks wow. terrible. It looks absolutely really? terrible. But yeah, I just... Eddie Murphy needs to. I, I I'm the biggest Eddie Murphy fan. Probably, in my opinion, the greatest stand-up comedian that ever lived. Hard to argue. Eddie Murphy, the greatest. Uh, Eddie Murphy movies in like the early '80s, yeah. to mid '80s, some of the best movies out. Yeah. there. Forty Eight Hours. Oh, Roxanne. Uh, then he kind of got into family friendly movies, which were yeah, all. Yeah, no, his terrible. career ended with Nutty Professor. But he needs to stop with these movies. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, but you know what? The you can only. You know, I guess you could only stay in one or two different genres for so long before you have to expand your your repertoire. Yeah, I mean, I would think. So a lot of people are saying that the Rocky trilogy got better because it was terrible there with Rocky Five. Yeah, but then Rocky Balboa was good, and like Sid is saying, like all the Creed movies have been good. Well, Creed's not a Rocky movie. Let's just establish that. Of course, it is. Yeah, it's definitely not. not how, a, it's not a Rocky movie. How can you say it's not a Rocky? Of I mean, course, it is. It's just not. It's not a Rocky movie. I don't want to get into the uh, Die Hard Christmas movie category topic and whether that's real, but no, it's not. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a Rocky movie. Yeah, it's about Creed. Says it in the title. Yeah. I'll go. I'll die on that hill. Yeah. And what? And okay. All right, here, speaking All of right. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, let me ask you. You said forty-eight hours. Yeah. Because I love forty-eight hours mm-hmm. as well as another forty-eight hours. Sure. What was Eddie Murphy's name in the the character he plays in that movie? Um. God, you're you're catching me cold here. Roxanne. Don's like, would you just shut up? <laughs> I, I've, I don't remember. Reggie Hammond. Reggie Hammond, yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I do remember that. Nick Nolte and Reggie Hammond. Good stuff. Jack Cates was uh, Nick Nolte, by the way. Yeah. So there you go. All right, 936 as we get to a Tuesday edition of What's on the Cut <laughs> Sheet Part <laughs> Two. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, what? The boys in the back put up... Uh, a poll in the YouTube chat is Creed a Rocky movie? <laughs> yes not. or no? I'm telling you, it's going to be an overwhelming no. This is going to get the most votes of anything we've ever done. Yep. I'm putting yes right now. Wow, it's close. Yes is yes is at 62. percent All right, keep knows going. Those at 38. YouTube, yeah, YouTube.com/slash/at 1210wpht is Creed a Rocky movie? I I I can't believe we're even having this discussion. Honestly, <laughs> you said it's not a Rocky movie. Of course it is. Yeah. Here we go. What's on the cut sheet? I do. What's on the cut sheet part two? Sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. The secret to finishing your holiday shopping with three locations in Glen Mills, 
Springfield and the cent- and the Center City at the Lowe's Hotel. Visit in person or online at josephanthony.com where, where gift cards are available. That's josephanthony.com. It's Creed a Rocky movie. Good God. <laughs> YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHD if you want to vote. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Turley... We quote him a lot on this program. I like him a lot. Uh, weighed in on the Hunter Biden payments uh, that you referenced this morning in your big take. So I figured we would unearth that again sure. uh, for those tuning in later in the program. He was on. Uh, he's reacting to the James Comer clip, uh, Nick, yep. that he played and what James Comer found uh and what he's alleging here um this is what jonathan turley said on fox news yesterday guys cut eight go well i think that vote is long overdue when i testified in the first biden impeachment hearing i said that there was ample evidence uh to justify an impeachment inquiry and that a formal vote should be held i can't imagine how anyone would look at this evidence and not believe that a formal inquiry should begin there's been a litany of lies that have come out of the biden family in the white house the president denied knowing about any of these business arrangements even hunter said that wasn't true uh, we now know he called in numerous times talk with clients. He had meetings, photographs with these clients. And now we see joint accounts where money is moving to Joe Biden. We even have Joe Biden's house being listed for some of these payments by Hunter Biden. It's it's rather daunting to imagine what you need, uh, according to the Democrats. So I think the moment of truth has arrived. Democrats have either got to show that they stand against corruption and approve an inquiry, or they have to t- take ownership of this. Because influence peddling is the favorite form of corruption in Washington. But none, none of us have seen the likes of this. Eloquently stated by Jonathan Turley, as always, I gave you the math and I gave you the evidence in the big take. We remember the quote, the phrase, 10% for the big guy. Uh, you get a $5 million wire from China to Hunter. Then of that $5 million, 400 grand goes to James Biden. And in 400 grand, you're sitting there. And then you give away 40 grand. That's 10%. 40 grand is 10% of 400,000. 10% to the big guy, which goes to Joe Biden. Uh, by the way, Nick, you're winning on this vote. Is Creed a Rocky movie? YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. The no's are winning right now at 57%. I don't know how my people could ever vote against me for anything, to Newman, be honest. Newman Price says, Trump is in Home Alone. Does that make it a MAGA movie? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, in Home Alone 2, when he makes that cameo at the Plaza Hotel, did you know in the remake or the re-edited re-release from, I don't know if it's Disney or whoever made Home Alone, they've edited Trump out of it? Yes. That, that's they did. Re- that is ridiculous. And they claimed, oh, it was just, you know, to reduce time or oh, something. Stop. Wink, he, wink. He's in there for eight seconds. Who means for yeah. time? For time. He's in the movie for eight seconds. He's walking in the hallway and he bumps into Kevin McAllister. By the way, there was a clip going around yesterday on the uh, interwebs of because Macaulay Culkin just got his um, his star on the Walk of Fame there or whatever. And. Apparently, because he's so known for his voice as Kevin McAllister, because he was a child star, yep. didn't really do anything. No, you know when he he grew up, nobody actually is, has heard his adult voice, or you know they're used to it. 
and people were shocked by the way he sounds. Is he like real raspy and deep and gravelly? No, he actually sounds a little bit like a kid. Yeah, he still has that look like he never grew up, right? Yeah. I'm There's gonna, some of these kids that just never grow up. I'm going to find that, and I'm going to play it since I just referenced it. Bad job out of me for okay. referencing it and not having it, but I'm I, you know, I'm doing stream of conscious here, which yeah, yeah. is always dangerous. Well, dangerous. You know, there, there's a lot of people that have that never grown up look. Yeah. Um, Fred Savage from the Wonder Years mm-hmm. still looks like he could be 21 years old. Yes. And I think the poster boy for all of it is Ralph Macchio from the Karate Kid. Oh, that's yeah. He yeah. still doesn't have facial hair. Yeah. Yeah. He does kind of look still like Danielson. <laughs> he really does. Uh, while I'm finding that, yeah. let me go to DeSantis, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, you can. Hang um, on. The Sanctus. Thank you. Uh, I was just waiting. I was. I was waiting. A little I know slow you, on the draw. I know. No. No. I know you well enough. That I know where you're going to go. He was on Fox News uh, yesterday, or maybe this was Newsmax. I don't know. He was on one of those shows, and he goes nuclear on Nikki Haley. I think he feels the spotlight is being dimmed a little bit by uh, by Nikki Haley, saying that she's not a conservative. <laughs> she has no achievements. Ooh, wow. Cut ten no on DeSantis. Uh, go, guys. They're only going to vote for somebody who's going to be a fighter, who represents their conservative principles, uh, and that actually is going to be able to win on all these issues. And I'm the only guy running that can say that. I think what Haley has done is she's gotten a lot of support from corporate media, and she's gotten a lot of support now from, from Wall Street interests, but that typically is not how it resonates in Iowa. And what I would just say is she clearly um, is not a conservative. I think if you look at her record as South Carolina governor, people can't even identify any major achievements that she had. She actually killed a bill to protect girls and women in bathrooms and locker rooms, which we know has been a big issue. Uh, I signed similar, I signed legislation protecting girls um, and women athletes. She actually attacked me for standing up against Disney when we had the issue with the sexualization of the elementary school curriculum. I'm the father of a first grader, a, a kindergartner, and a preschooler. I want the kids learning the basics. You should not be telling a kindergartner that they can change their gender, yet she sided with Disney on that. Now she's bragging that she's been meeting with people like the head of BlackRock, which is the ESG mecca, as well as the head of J.P. Morgan, who was a big Hillary Clinton donor, and there's actually an ad being run here in Iowa that I saw that shows Nikki talking about, in her own words, how her inspiration to get into politics was not Ronald Reagan, not Margaret Thatcher, but Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> wow. So I, I would say one wrong and three rights. One being the wrong, you know, she, she does have some skins on the wall. She was a governor. She was the ambassador. Uh, so she's got accomplishments. But he's right from the standpoint of, look, there's nobody more conservative in this race on the Republican side than DeSantis. The Hillary Clinton is a mic drop moment. That is basically the equivalent that he dropped on Gavin when he said Gavin's in-laws moved from California to Florida. Um, but as far as the, uh, the the school battle goes, I mean, DeSantis has led the way on that as well. So I, I would say three out of those four things I'm in agreement with um, on Mr. DeSantis. Did he say, he, by the way, he has a preschooler? a kindergartner, and a first grader. Mm-hmm. My guy didn't yeah. take any time off, did he? <laughs> Young kids. You want to pound it? And, oh, and then oh, like a dry run. That's not right. I mean, the, he gave, I mean, have you seen his wife? I mean, he, well, <laughs> he gave Casey DeSantis no recovery period. Ah. Jesus. Ah. <laughs> no 
like, dude, I don't space it out a little bit. I am and not envious. I am in awe of the people who have uh, all kids, like three or four kids under like seven yeah. years old. Like yeah. I, I can't handle my own three year old. What's worse, having three all a year apart, like he does, or having two like a decade apart? Dawn, I would argue. Why does Dawn have? No, that, no, no, oh, no. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm. I think like a three to four year yeah. window is kind of a nice. If you have two, like, and you have like a ten year old and a seven year old, like, that's kind of like yeah. a. Or you just do what I do and you just crank out two at once. <laughs> the twins. Yeah. You got a twofer. Yeah. I had, twofer. A, I had a bogo uh, deal. Yeah. A, a bogo deal. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. One. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me see. I think I've wasted. I think I've killed enough time, and hopefully the boys in the back were able to get this Macaulay Culkin clip. Uh, so, as I was saying earlier, Macaulay Culkin got a star on the Walk of Fame uh, yesterday, and, and, and people were shocked because, again, he's a child actor. Everybody knows his voice from Home Alone and Home Alone 2, and uh, he really has done nothing <laughs> since then. He really had a lot of issues after that, too. Yeah. Well, he dated Mila Kunis. He was yeah. one of the first to date Mila Kunis. I think they were married, too. So. These, these childhood TV stars him. all end up like being demented. Yeah. Uh, so this is, people were shocked by his uh, adult voice. So this is Macaulay Culkin on the Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, yesterday, guys. Uh, go. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me. See? No, no way. Don't tell me what to do. All right. Fine. Fine. Um, uh, first, I'd just like to thank, like, everyone for coming. Um... Hmm. Dude. I, I just... There's so many people that I love, and to feel that love back is just amazing. So thank you. <laughs> this can't be real. Um, yes! This is from Variety. He like, had a like, deeper not... voice when he was eight. <laughs> <laughs> He's regressed. Um, Catherine, Natasha, thanks for, uh, for all your kind words and your stories and oh stuff. Um, you know, it's... You made, you made uh, my, my kids... Dad, their papa look good, and and uh, the most important thing to me is also that their papa understands that he wasn't always his papa. Like there was, what? he also used to be a kid too, you know. <laughs> this is from TikTok. <laughs> no, this is this um, is from YouTube. Thank you, Steve Variety. Uh, Nissen and uh, Anna Martinez and the Walk of Fame committee for honoring me in this way. Uh, yeah, no, I mean I I feel such esteem, you know, like from from this whole thing. Um, uh. There's a couple people I want to single out. So, so what do so, we think? I, 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 mean, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, you could see he's got you know the hair's done all nice. He's got the uh, the facial hair going. I I think based on the way he sounds, if his mom were to yell at him and say, "Kevin, go to the third floor right now," <laughs> he would probably say this. I have a full mustache and beard. <laughs> he sounds like our Starbucks guy. <laughs> I have a I have a full mustache and beard. I'm Macaulay Culkin. Shocking, right? Yes. I mean, has anybody heard him talk since 1990? No. He looks like Joe Burrow, and he sounds like he's six. It's unbelievable. All right, that's what I got. By the way, did you yeah. know that his younger brother is Fuller in Home Alone? The kid with the glasses of that course. gets his face smashed? Kieran is, by the way, if you watch Succession, Kieran is the best part of Succession. His his character yes. in Succession is amazing. Okay, He plays like the youngest son. He's just he's He's so good in that show. Fuller, he's a, easy he, on the Pepsi. He's a way better actor than Macaulay is. Wow. Does he sound like a man now? More so than... Yeah. yeah. More so yeah. Than Macaulay does not. Jesus. Oh, man. Anyway. Wow. 
Uh, there's got to be a backstory to that. Like, did he have a vocal cord no, issue? I, I don't drug think he did. Abuse? I just think some uh, people don't, you know, some people don't mature. Wow. I have a full <laughs> <Okay>. beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it uh, for uh, the cut sheet, uh, McCul- uh, Macaulay Culkin style part due on this Tuesday. We'll come back, wrap it up with uh, what's on tap for the Dawn Show and who won Twitter and YouTube today. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company getting ready to hand it off to Dawn Stensland at the top of the hour. And we find out what she has lined up just seven minutes out on this Tuesday. Yeah, so we will talk to, coming up at 11 o'clock, we'll talk to Jennifer Stefano who um, is, you know, we'll, we'll you know, pick her brains, if you will, about what's happening with regard to PA politics, her most recent Inquirer op-ed. And, but beginning, I have some new information, new details breaking as far as, first of all, Donald J. Trump, the latest audio from him, what is he saying in reaction to Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney the back and forth with her. And as well, we'll have some local updates on the Macy's fatal stabbing, what's going on with that, the police investigation, and why they're not releasing some of the information. All of that and more coming up. All right. The Dawn Show at 10 o'clock this morning. Trump also had some words about the Douglas Mackey story and that update, which we will uh, maybe weave into a big take tomorrow morning. All right. Let's get to uh, Greg Stocker for Who Won Twitter Today. Who won Twitter? Who won Twitter sponsored by ECI Comfort? I'm going to give Twitter to Hassan bin Stover. He said, Nick, Die Hard is not a Rocky movie. (laughs) That's correct, sir. Weaving everything Uh in together. And then who won YouTube? I'm going to give it to John on the Macaulay Culkin thing. He says, what's up with his voice? Mackie Mouse. Mackie Mouse. I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. John also said, by the way, uh, he wins Twitter. uh, YouTube twice uh, because he says uh, Nick, your wife cranked out two kids, not you. But that's Ooh. true. That's true. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, so. more, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the logistics. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That is correct. ECI Comfort sponsors who on Twitter and YouTube. Thank you. ECI Comfort is the cold weather getting you down. Stay warm with ECI Comfort. Your go-to HVAC experts upgrade to the reliability of train heating system, keeping you cozy when it matters most. Call ECI Comfort. For your comfort needs or online at ecicomfort.com. That's ecicomfort.com. All right. That'll do it for us. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. We're back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And as our favorite Ohio bus driver would say. Sick of you. (laughs) I'm sick of all of this I'm done with it. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.